Bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFB podcast. I'm Jorge Georgi Martin flying solo today on our waiver wire show. Uh, gracias everybody for joining us. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at Familia FFB as well as our FamiliaFFB.com website and don't forget our family ffb facebook page uh you can find me at jorge martin 17 so uh you know let's get into it first off we're going to start off with a monday night football recap this was supposed to be a barn burner but it turned into a patrick mahomes domination and the chiefs uh mahomes he had kind of a rough game against the chargers last week but he was absolutely masterful this week completing 31 of 42 passes for 385 yards and four tds he added a fifth rushing td just a monster monster game and uh i was lucky enough to play against him in one of my leagues but uh i got uh, I ended up winning anyway because I got lucky. But uh, I tell you, that 49-yard bomb to Mecole Hardman was absolutely pretty. And the play where he got the ball into Tyreek Hill for a 20-yard score where Hill just made a, made a couple of burn, uh, a couple of his uh, incredible moves and got in the end zone, just magical. But I got to tell you, I had a lot of fun watching Anthony Sherman, the fullback, get a little pitch pass and, and score a touchdown. But even most fun was Eric Fisher, the starting left tackle, gets a two-yard pass on one of those tackle-eligible plays where you just love to see the big guys and get to celebrate. It was it was fun. Uh, Travis Kelsey got his normal six catches for 87 yards. Uh, Hill finished with five catches for 77 yards. And Hardman, he showed that he's not just a wide receiver handcuff. Uh, you know, he got four catches for 81 yards. It came at the expense of Sammy Watkins, who did not uh, really factor into the game this week. Hardman also had a bomb go through his hands in the end zone at another uh, on a different series. So he could have it could have just been a one, um, incredible game for him. Uh, nice to see Clyde Edwards Elaire Elaire. Uh, he caught five ball, five of six balls for seventy yards, and he also added twenty rushes for sixty-four yards. Did not get in the end zone, but you know what? You know, with that kind of involvement, what twenty-five touches, he's going to be seeing. He's going to be seeing the end zone plenty this season. Lamar Jackson, kind of a rough night. Uh, did not have much room to maneuver. Didn't get a chance to get outside much on his runs. He did. He did run the ball nine times. Uh, it, it was just. It, it was a tough one. He got 83 yards. His passing game. He only got 97 yards passing. He got uh, a five-yard touchdown to Nick Boyle. Uh, just a, a rough, rough game all around. But you know what? There. You know, there's brighter days ahead for the MVP. Um, and because the Ravens were down early, they pretty much abandoned the run. They only ran the ball. It was uh, 21 times total in the game. So just uh, not not much. I mean, they were down 27-10 at halftime, so they were going to have to pass the whole way. And uh, that's playing into the the strength of the the Chiefs. So. Mark Ingram, seven rush seven other than Jackson, Mark Ingram rushed seven times for 30 yards. And Gus Edwards had four carries for 39 yards. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, not much to go on, not much to write home about. He ran one ball for six yards. Uh, he did catch four balls for all four of his targets for 38 yards. Uh, Mark Andrews, quiet day, three catches on eight targets for 22 yards. Just showed how, you know, just off that, that Jackson was today. Hollywood Brown, two catches for six on six targets for 13 yards. So, you know, uh, the Ravens chalked this one up to another day. Cheese me. 
uh, well, we started off the, we're recording this on Tuesday morning, started off with uh, three Titan players and five members of their player, of their uh, personnel staff, all tested positive for COVID-19. So, and the team has shut down its facility until Saturday. So, uh, more testing is going to follow, but no word on the game for Sunday between the Steelers. Actually, that game is in, in jeopardy as well as the Vikings and Texans. Remember, the Vikings played the Titans over the weekend. So there's going to be a stringent text, uh, testing. The Vikings, are they also closed their facility. To, um, they have not had any positive tests as of yet. So uh, we're just going to keep uh, keep an eye on this one there are all sorts of possibilities postponing the game until later in the later in the season is one possibility uh maybe playing the games on monday or tuesday night so just keep an eye on it we'll be we'll, we'll be keeping everything up up to keeping you all up to speed for me matt nagy has named nick Foles the starter for week four so it's gonna be a week-to-week -week thing but uh i you know we talked about this on sunday night it really looks like he's gonna be keeping the job for the remainder of the season uh, staying with the Bears, Tariq Cohen, torn, it's official, torn ACL. He's out for the season. So uh, Corderell Patterson maybe getting some more play. Ryan Nall or David Montgomery, you know, as the true Cavallo, he may be getting some extra uh, play on, on uh, in the passing game. So you never know. Uh, Chris Carson, uh, after being the victim of what looked like a figure four leg lock, lucha libre type of play uh he got a, apparently suffered a, a first degree knee sprain so it's not considered serious um there you know tom pelissaro of the nfl network said that there's a chance that carson suits up for this week i would think that uh err on the side of caution on this one and grab carlos hyde we're going to talk about that in a little bit in the waiver wire section so uh but keep an eye on the, keep an eye on this backfield Dallas Goddard uh, with an ankle injury. He's expected to miss at least a couple of weeks. So um, let's see what happens there. Uh, but it definitely looks, I mean, the, the Eagles are just so decimated with injuries. Uh, Deshaun Jackson also uh, injured his hamstring, even though that's not considered serious. But, I mean, he could be missing time. I mean, we, we just don't, I mean, this could just be Zach Ertz and Miles Sanders as being the only uh, people catching passes this week. Maybe J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. I mean, you, you just don't know. Greg Ward caught some balls last week. But it, it's just looking like the, the options for Carson Wentz are dwindling. Uh, Chris Godwin, uh, we saw him limp off the field on Sunday uh, in Tampa, and it's looked like he could be missing multiple games this, uh, starting with this week. So it's a hamstring. So we're just going to keep an eye on this one. But yeah, tough one for tough break for someone who just had uh, an absolute breakout season in 2019. You know, first the concussion, now the hamstring. So yeah, you know, it's looking like Justin Watson or Tyler Johnson could be options uh, coming up. In the, or we also saw that Rob Gronkowski was more involved in the passing game. Uh, we're just going to have to – I think right now the only option to keep an eye on that, that is assured of getting passes is Mike Evans. And he did have the uh, infamous 2-2-2 two, two, two week, two catches for two yards and two touchdowns last week. So – uh, we're going to have to, uh, it's the Tom Brady's options for pass catches are going to be a little bit different, uh, coming up. Uh, 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan announced that Jordan Reed's going to be, uh, is potentially out for six to eight weeks with a knee injury. He also got an ankle injury in the game. So, I mean, just such, such a tough break, uh, it, it does coincide with looking like George Kittle may be back in the, uh, uh, 
may be back soon. So we're going to see what happens there. Raiders coach John Gruden uh, has talked about the fact that he's concerned about the injuries for rookies Henry Ruggs, who missed last week uh, with a hamstring injury, and Brian Edwards with an ankle. So uh, we're just going to have to keep an eye on this one a little bit. Uh, Hunter Renfro in the slot, uh, he had himself a game, six catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown. He could be Him and Darren Waller could be the primary targets. And again, uh, Josh Jacobs could be catching some balls out of the backfield. Uh, over in the Colts, we've got Michael Pittman undergoing surgery on his calf to repair a compartment leg syndrome. So it's going to be he's going to be missing several weeks. Uh, probably uh, you know, there was there was talk that he could be back in time for Week Eight, uh, but that's definitely ways ways off. Uh, just no way to know. I mean, it, it's other right now other than. Uh, then T.Y. Hilton catching balls. It's probably just Zach Paschal. Maybe we're, we're going to talk about this guy in a second. Moali Cox, Naheem Hines. Just, uh, it's, it, it, you know, it's really just for, on the wide receiver side, it probably is just going to be T.Y. Hilton and Zach Paschal, who's, who are uh, uh, players who are viable for fantasy. Uh, over on NFL Network, Tom Pelissaro has announced that uh, Falcons kicker Young-Hoo Ko, uh, he suffered a groin injury and he's expected to miss some time. So that's a tough break because he has been getting plenty of action with the uh, Falcons having one of the best offenses in the league. So uh, definitely the folks uh, who play in kicker leagues, uh, make sure you're grabbing someone because uh, I, I believe Ko is owned in 70% of leagues. All right, let's get into the waiver wire. And uh, coming up on our QB streamer, we're going to start off with the quarterbacks. Our QB streamer of the week, I'm looking at, uh, you know, knock on wood that that this game happens, uh, that the Vikings-Texans uh, game happens. QB streamer of the week, I am calling Kirk Cousins. He's owned in only 26% of leagues. And this game has an incredible 54.5 over under. So you're expecting a lot of passing. Uh, Cousins got through the ball quite a bit last week, uh, more than he had in the previous two weeks. So uh, I'm thinking you're going to fire up uh, Adam Thielen in this one, definitely. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be a shootout because Deshaun Watson is going to be throwing like crazy against the Vikings defense. So uh, this, gonna, this could be a fun game to watch. And uh, we'll be talking about Justin Jefferson a little bit more. Uh, interesting to note uh, on this next one, Baker Mayfield. The Browns are at Dallas. He's owning 43% of leagues. Uh, you know, he's doing a great Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins imitation circa 2019, uh, handing the ball off a lot, and it's worked well for them. Uh, you know, he passed only 30, 46 times in the first two in the past two weeks. But, you know, the Cowboys are not Cincinnati nor Washington, the teams that they, the last two opponents, uh, the Cowboys are going to throw. They're going to score plenty of points. Baker Mayfield is not going to just be able to hand the ball off. He is going to have to make some plays in the passing game. So they're going to have to score plenty. So, uh, you know, they expect possibly OBJ to have himself a week, maybe Jarvis Landry too. Uh, another guy to grab, Nick Foles. The game, the, he's only owned in 3%. We just talked about him. He's the starter. Uh, two QB leagues and super flex leagues, you got to grab him. Uh, he's, someone, he's someone that at the very least you want him on your bench and uh, slot in for bye weeks or for good matchups. Because uh, looking ahead, he's got the Vikings twice and the Lions once more. And he's got some other uh, tasty matchups coming up. 
you know, he made Allen Robinson look great. He had a fantastic throw to Anthony Miller there at the end where he got hit. So uh, it was all vintage. So it's worth the dart throw on this one. Let's get over to the uh, running backs. Miles Gaskin is the is the running back to grab this week. He's uh, owning 47% of the leagues. He is, I mean, he got 95 total yards. He was involved in the passing game. He was the most involved back for the Miami Dolphins. And he's got the Seattle, and they played the Seattle Seahawks, come into town, cross country flight, uh, literally from diagonally across the country. And the Seahawks have just been giving up uh, yardage and points in droves this season. So you got to expect Gaskin to have himself a game. Uh, mentioned a little bit about uh, Chris Carson. Carlos Hyde is a guy that you got to keep an eye on, grab on, on your roster just to put him on your bench, just in case, especially if you have Carson on, uh, on your roster. Don't forget, Hyde got 1,070 yards rushing last year when he was uh, acquired on Labor Day weekend. So uh, he's a guy who could come in and fill, fill a job. So uh, grab, grab him just in case Chris Carson is going to be out this week. Uh, last one, last running back to keep an eye on, Rick's Burkhead. He's only owned in 11% of leagues. Uh, uh, I'm going to tell you, if I made that, he had his best game. He had his best game that he's going to have all, all season. 13 touches into 98 yards and three touchdowns. There is the possibility that James White comes back this week after the uh, horrible death of his father and the and, and the injury, injury and hospitalization to his mother in, in the car accident. So... Uh, but uh, getting back to Burkhead, if you played him last week, get yourself to Vegas. Ride that heater because you you're 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 lucky. But uh, uh, you don't maybe you don't want to break the the fab budget on on Rex Burkhead. But uh, really, he's someone to to grab and stash on your roster because it really looks like the the Patriots are just involving everybody in the running game. Sony Michelle also had his biggest game. Uh, let's get over to the wide receivers and the tight ends. Alan Lazard, you know, we had the question over who's going to be the wide receiver two in Green Bay. It really looks like it's Lazard. The Lazard King, as so many people are starting to call him in the fantasy community. Uh, Devontae Adams uh, is going to be questionable. Uh, you want Lazard uh, on your bench anyway, just in case if you have Devontae Adams and you want to play uh, and you have to make that Monday Night Football decision. And, or, and you want to wait out uh, to see if the Adams is uh, healthy or, or a scratch, I'm, I mean, uh, playing the hunch, I would think Adams is going to get scratched. They've got a bye in week five, so I think the the uh, the Packers that their medical staff may – I've heard recently that they're on the cautious side, so I would think that they're going to sit him out and get him 100% straight for week six. So you Devontae Adams owners start uh, planning ahead for that. Probably the rookie breakout of the season so far is Justin Jefferson for the Vikings. You know, he caught seven balls on nine targets, 175 yards and a touchdown in week three. And he follows that up with a great matchup uh, down down in Houston taking on the Texans. I mean, he, he Jefferson looked like he was back at LSU. So uh, playing, in, playing the slot, playing outside, he, he just looked wonderful. So... Uh, and you know, the Houston defense is not as formidable as that of Tennessee. So, uh, expect, uh, expect him to be, he ran a lot of routes. He, I think he was second on the team in routes, uh, just far and away the, the clear wide receiver two behind, uh, Adam Thielen. 
Staying with the rookies, we got two more, Brandon Ayuk and T. Higgins. These are guys that you got to grab on your roster. Ayuk, you know, he's going to, he ended up with 101 total yards. He was involved in the running game. He got a few jet sweeps that, uh, that netted him out 30 extra yards. He got a touchdown. So, uh, word of caution though, that George Kittle and Debo Samuel will be back at some point. So Ayuk may be taking a back seat or he could just, it'll just be hit and miss on the weeks that he's going to be, uh, you know, performing. So, you know, you may want to play the matchup game or, uh, play him during bye weeks. Uh, so, but yeah, he's only 28% of leagues. Another guy to grab is T. Higgins. He caught five of Joe Burrow's nine targets for 40 yards, and he got a, a pair of touchdowns to go look go along with that. You know, A.J. Green really seems to be still be shaking off the rust. It has only been three weeks uh, after he sat down for uh, basically like almost two years. Uh, I think it was December of 2018 was the last time he played football before September, so it's, what, uh, 21 months so, uh, but really, if this keeps trending up for for Higgins, he could be the number two receiver behind uh, the target monster Tyler Boyd. So, uh, this could be the start of Burrow to Higgins uh, for many many years. Uh, let's get over to the tight ends. Uh, we got three of them to talk about. Dalton Schultz. Uh, you know, he's owned in thirty one percent of leagues. He got targeted six times. Not the breakout game that he had the week before with with ten targets and nine catches, but. Uh, really, Schultz, he's a cheap way to get into that Dallas offense. So uh, you may want to grab him. There will be big weeks ahead. Cleveland has not been very good against the tight, against the, uh, uh, tight end, so you want to grab him up. And, uh, you know, he could be starting for you this week. Moali Cox uh, is playing at Chicago. We love those basketball players who turn into tight ends. I mean, just so athletic. He caught the he he caught a milestone touchdown for Philip Rivers. I think it was the 400 pass uh, 400 touchdown pass of Rivers' career. So again, uh, you're looking at you're looking at Cox. He, the Chicago matchup. I mean, the Bears aren't the team the def defense that they were two years ago, but they were still pretty good. They held Hayden Hurst to a single catch last week. But um, look at the weeks coming, the, the next three weeks. You got the Bengals, you got the Browns, you got the Lions. I mean, he is going to be targeted a lot during those games, and he's only owned in 10% of leagues. Now, for me, I don't want you to laugh at this one, but Jimmy Graham is on the 9%, but he did see 10 targets last week, and he saw seven targets in week one. He ran 42 routes last week, uh, which was uh, you know behind Zach Ertz going into Monday Night Football. Keep in mind the Bears lost to Cohen, and so there won't be as much competition underneath and over the middle. So Nick Foles just kept throwing it up to Graham in the end zone. So those are dart throws that you want to be taking. So uh, keep an eye on Jimmy. If you need a tight end or you want to, if you've got someone you want to drop, stash him there. All right, Familia, that's it. This is Todo for our show. Thanks to Anchor.fm for hosting, being our hosting network and for making sure our independent podcast gets out in the Familia community. Please subscribe and leave us a review at Spotify, Apple, Google, and wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at FamiliaFFB. Find me at JorgeMartin17 on Twitter. And don't forget our FamiliaFFB.com website where we have original con content all the time. I'm going to be having a waiver wire column, which is a more uh, drawn-out version of this one. And don't forget our Familia FFB Facebook page. Gracias, everybody. Todos somos familia.